Hello everyone and welcome to episode 57 of the Ambitious Freelancer podcast. Today I'm joined by Maria Swan of Debar Couture and we're going to be talking about some really amazing topics when it comes to showing up as your best self online. Your first impressions are everything and Maria helps people show up as their best selves online and in the real world. So I'm so excited to sit with her and talk about creating a really great first impression and styling yourself professionally and personally. So if you are interested in the personal style and professional style aspect of freelancing and how much of a big difference it makes for showing up online, keep listening to Maria's interview. Hi, Maria. I'm so excited for you to be here today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. So to start, I typically like to ask for you to let my audience know who you are and what kind of work, what kind of work you do online. Yes, of course. Um, my name is Maria Swan, and I'm the owner of Devocateur. What I do is I help performing, um, high-performing entrepreneurs and career professionals gain visibility and confidence through their style. Um, I do online styling, and um, I help with closet organizing as well. Awesome. So I'm super excited to have you on the show. It's been something I've wanted to do for a few weeks now. I've been thinking about like having a personal professional stylist on the show because I think it's such an important part of freelancing that we don't really talk about. It's like how you show up online with your style and how you use your style in your personal branding. So I'm super excited to have you on today. Of course. So um I am really excited. Let's dive on in. So we often hear about personal and professional branding, um, and we don't really think about how our style plays into that. So, Kaylin, you let me know, like, what is style branding and why it plays such an important role for freelancers and entrepreneurs? Definitely. Style branding is pretty much finding your style and what makes you feel good when you walk out of the door. Um, I tell entrepreneurs and individuals who have to show up online, whether it's going live, coaching calls, whatever it is for their online space, to make sure that whatever they put on and whatever they wear, it represents them, their goals, and the clients they want to attract. Because we're, we live in a very visual world, so um, a lot of people will, of course, first impressions matter, a lot of people will base how you are or what they think about you based on what you wear. So I just encourage them, whatever makes you feel good, whatever makes you um, look like the expert in your profession online, that's what you put on. Awesome. I think that it's so important, especially when you're like putting together a website or anything that you do on social media, because often we're getting, so many people are making decisions about us without ever having met us personally or even talked to us so before they even book a call or anything they're already looking at who you are so I think it's really important to make that first impression even before you think you have to make the first impression especially online yes so um because those first impressions make such a big difference um what tips would you have for freelancers who want to share their style on their website and in places like that um, I just tell them make sure everything looks cohesive. Like, you know, you don't want to be on your website in a pair of jeans and a t-shirt if you're maybe a business coach or you're maybe someone who uh, 
helps someone and guides them in their business or their lifestyle. You probably want to have on something a little more professional, maybe a nice blouse and a nice pair of slacks, something that helps you look like, like I say all the time, the expert. Um, I also tell them that make sure, you know, whatever you put on your website, that is what people think about you. Like what, whatever photos you put on your website, whatever photos you put on your Instagram, even if that is not you, because, you know, a lot of us have an online presence and that's how we get our business. Whatever they see online is what they feel like you are. So you just want to make sure everything is cohesive. Um, you don't have a lot of, a lot going on. You don't look like you're going to a baseball field in one photo on your website. You don't like you're, you know, going to a really, you know, big meeting in another photo on your website or online. You want to make sure everything is cohesive and everything is saying the same message, you know? Yeah, I think that's really important, especially as you're getting started. It's like, I just want to slap up these pictures to kind of show who I am. But like, yes. they really don't have any other clue of who you are, especially if they don't know you personally, to be able to say, oh, this person's actually like this, even though her photos say something different yes exactly yeah so um I think that a lot of it a lot of people they do these like brand photo shoots to kind of have more of a cohesive look across their um, profile so what tips did you have for people who are putting to their outfits for that or putting together like the how they work with a photographer for that because I don't think a lot of photographers do like brand photo shoots in that way but they do have like you know they do photo shoots so how do you approach a photographer who wants to do that for you to make sure it works best for you? Well, I always encourage clients, especially when they're doing um, branding photo shoots, Pinterest, especially if you have no idea what you want to look like, Pinterest has a really good, um, diverse um, pool of photos, branding photos that you can choose from, things that you can um, do with your photographer so you if you have no clue you can go in pinterest and you can say photo shoot for a health expert or branding photo shoot for a business coach or branding photo shoot for a life coach and you will see hundreds and hundreds of photos show up and what you can do is you can get some photos gather some photos some looks that you like that portray what your message is and you take those photos and you say this is how I want to look. This is probably a pose that I want to try. And then as far as like outfits and, you know, curating your outfits around your branding photo shoot, um, some of those photos are really good ways to look and see exactly what you may need to purchase to get the look for the branding photo shoot. So I t that's the easiest way that I explain it without having to go with a personal stylist to get your clothing. Pinterest is a very good way to go and get ideas for your branding photo shoot as far as poses and things like that and as far as outfit looks yeah definitely pinterest is one of those places and it's just helpful for your photographer too because you can send them to a pinterest as this is what i want my shoot to look like and these are some of the inspiration and especially photographers i feel like are visual people and so it'll help them create the best look for you yes perfectly yeah um, so another thing I want to talk about is just like getting in camera on fr in front of the camera, whether it's a client call or it's like an actual, um, Instagram live, Facebook live. So how do you show up as your best self on camera and how do you prepare for like that with like the visual aspect of it all? Well, um, one is, 
um, make sure, like I tell them, make sure you have on something that makes you feel confident. Um, if you like a certain color, a certain color makes you feel really good. If you like um, a blazer, the blazer makes you feel really good. If you like a fabric, it makes you feel really, put it on. Because when you dress better, you show up better. And I tell people that all the time, and it's so true. You want to feel confident, it's, especially since we have online an online presence. No one can physically touch you, shake your hand, um, have a one-on-one -on -one with you. So you have to feel good so they can feel it through the camera. A lot of people um, think that because they're doing their one-on-one -on -one calls online or they're doing, you know, video calls that they shouldn't, you know, care so much about, you know, um, wearing something really nice or just dressing up for it. But put on something that makes you feel good about yourself. Put on something that when you close the deal or when you close the call, you feel confident in what you have on. You feel confident the client can look at you and say, that person is an expert. I want to spend my money with them. I, I want to spend my time with them. You know, so that's how you show up as your best self. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that, you know, it can use, we can use our clothes as grounding techniques because when our clothes look good, like it often makes us um, feel better. It makes us like just chill out a little bit more and we're able to actually show up for the call and we're not thinking about it. Yes. Um, so kind of moving into uh, some more about personal style. I know you kind of make a difference between personal and professional style. So what do you think that difference is? Um, for people? Yes. Um, I tell women all the time, you do not have to be in high heels and a button up um, to have style. And especially if you have a lifestyle, like for me, I have children. So, and I am professional, but I'm not going to be in that every day of the week because I have other things that I need to do to make sure it matches with my lifestyle. So in order to know your personal and professional style, it goes along the same line of, if I am out in public and I am an expert in my community and I want to show people that I'm an expert in my, my community, when I walk out of the door, personal style, I'm gonna put on something that makes me feel good, that if I was stopped by the CEO of a company I have been looking at, or if I wanted to approach someone about my business, I will be comfortable and confident in what I have on to look like the expert. So even with personal style, it all goes back to making sure you look and you feel great and you look and you feel approachable. Even in your personal style, you go into the store, you go into the park, wherever you may be going, you want to make sure you're approachable and people, when people look at you, they look at you and they're able to say, whatever she does or whatever she just explained to me that she has going on, it makes sense, you know? So that's for your personal style. When you're going out, even if it's to the grocery store, make sure you look good, make sure you feel good. So if you're approached or if you need to approach someone, you're in a good space to do so. With your professional style, that's, you know, you're networking after dark, um, you know, daytime networking events, you're meeting with high-end clients or whatever you, um, you're meeting with, same thing. When you do have on your button up and you do have on your slacks and you do have on your heels, your flats or whatever you wear, you want to make sure you feel like the expert. You want to make sure you're showing up and when people look at you and when you open your mouth to say whatever it is that you do, it makes sense. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I really love that, especially about the personal style part of it, because 
I feel like we close ourselves down to so many opportunities because we're not really taking our like personal style that seriously when we're out in public and we just kind of want to look any kind of way and then like if we were able to approach someone we've been wanting to work with it's like hard because like we look like you know not the best so I love that idea of like also taking that into consideration because you never know when an opportunity is going to show no I know it's true so um yeah I am super excited because it is now um, well, when you guys are hearing this, it's going to be April, and spring cleaning is here, and then we're going to be cleaning our closets and figuring out how to approach the next phase of our, you know, um, careers as freelancers or entrepreneurs. So how can rearranging and organizing your closet help you be more productive? Yes, I love talking about organizing your wardrobe closet because a lot of women think that when, you know, um, they want to enhance their style or they want to look and show up better um, in the workforce or um, in the world, um, they think that they just need to go purchase more clothes. But you have to have an organized closet because an organized closet helps you to um, make better decisions in the morning. There's something called decision fatigue, and a lot of people. Um, have decision fatigue when they're working um, jobs or they're making decisions um, throughout the day. But a lot of people don't realize that decision fatigue starts when you wake up in the morning. And a lot of times it starts when you're trying to put on an outfit. So if you have a lot of clothes in your closet, now you're dealing with sensory overload. You have so much in your closet. You don't know what to put on. You don't know what looks good. And now, you know, you're thinking about your day, thinking about what you have to do in your day and how you want to look and how you want to feel, but because you are in sensory overload and because you have so many options or things are so cluttered, you do not make the best decision for what you want to put on because you're just ready to get out of your closet. So rearranging and organizing your closet helps with your um, productivity because you don't have to spend a lot of time putting on what you're going to wear when you know what's in your closet and you don't have to spend a lot of time going shopping for things that may already be in your closet. So you know what you have, you know what you, you want to wear and you know how you want to look and show up throughout your day. Yeah, those are all really great um, tips because I know that we've all had that time where we're like, oh, I forgot I had this piece of clothing because it was kind of like shoved in the back somewhere. So it's just great to bring everything back to the front. So what advice would you give for freelancers or entrepreneurs who want to clean out their closet and how to do it in like a way that doesn't overwhelm them um, so they can bring what they love to the forefront of their closets? Of course. Um, I tell them, um, when I talk about closet organizing, I tell them start in sections. So, of course, you have to purge first. So you go through and you just have a real honest conversation with yourself about the clothing that you have in your closet. Do I wear this? Am I going to, um, if I don't wear it and it needs to be fixed or it needs a button, am I really going to do it within the next three to six months? If not, get rid of it. You can um, sell it online. You can give it to your local consignment shop. Um, but going through, having a real conversation with yourself, do I love this piece? How does this piece make me feel? I, you know, maybe you your last job, so your bed is to get rid of that piece. So purge first. And then you go by sections. So then you go through all of your shirts and all of your tops and you say, um, 
I like this color. I don't. This is my style. It's not. And you get rid of them. Shirts. Then you go to your pants and you go to your um, your bras and your undergarments. So you go in sections so it won't be overwhelming. And then after you do all of that, then you'll know I need to get this this pile to the consignment shop. I need to do get this pile, uh, maybe sell it online on Poshmark, or I need to um, just totally trash these items because this is just no good. So when you do them in sections, and I encourage people to do it in seven seven days, like every day choose something to do. That's another way it won't be overwhelming and you won't have a pile up. Every day choose a section. Um, to, to get rid of and to organize in your closet. Yeah, that's really great advice, especially putting it out over seven days. I feel like there's just this thing of like people wanting to just like get it over with. But when you start with that process and like just doing it all at once, especially having done it in like a while, it's going to be really hard to just tackle yes. it. <laughs> um, really? I love that tip. Um, so kind of going into the next part of that, like after you've organized, you might figure out that you need some different parts of your closet kind of replenished. So how do freelancers or entrepreneurs shop for a quality clothing on a budget? I encourage everyone, especially if you are on a budget, whether your budget is $75 a month, $75 a week, where whether it's $300 a month, Go to the clearance aisle. Don't even focus on what's on the outside of the store. Go to the middle, look in the clearance. And when you organize your closet, a lot of people don't realize now you know what you need and now you know what to spend your money on. And because you know what your budget is and say you need a white button up and a blazer and you need a pair of nice slacks. Now you know when you go into the store with your, say you have $100 for the month, your $100 budget, I need to go and I need to find these items instead of just going off and just buying all kinds of things that you don't necessarily need, you know? Yeah. And I love the tip about clearance because honestly, I live in Arkansas and the weather is pretty um, stable throughout the year. I really don't have like harsh winters. I don't really have harsh, well, I have harsh summers because it gets pretty hot, but like it's pretty warm throughout the year. So I don't mind shopping clearance at all. And I feel like no one, everyone just shops whatever they want to shop, whatever makes them look good at this time. So you don't need to be like at the very forefront of everything. Yes, it's true. So um, kind of moving into a little bit more about this, like, do you think there are some things that should be splurged on or like if you should really focus on like the price of it or what can you save on? I know we talked about clearance, but yeah. I, um, some people like to splurge on like items like a blazer, right? So if you find a really good blazer, it's a little pricey. Um, blazers will last, they're, they're going to last to the end of the time. Blazer's going to last at any time. So that's something that you can spend a little more money on. A, a nice pair, if you have a nice pair of pumps and you need to spend a little more money on them, spend your money on the nice pair of pumps because those are things, like I said, they're going to be timeless. They're going to last a long time. Um, you can dress them up, dress them down. So those are pieces that could be splurged on things that you know that if you put it in your closet, it's going to last for years. Um, what you can save on are things like your t-shirts. Save on your t-shirts. Um, um, 
if because if you have a nice t-shirt right and when i say save i'm saying like thirty dollars on a nice t-shirt is really good and it's gonna last you a long time but you don't have to spend a lot of money on that um i'm big i have a lot of shoes i'm a shoe person i know how to take care of my shoes so that is something that i save on so if i see it like i just went and spent uh i think it was 15 dollars on two pair of heels I know how to take care of them. I know what to do to clean them. So I'm not going to spend a lot of money on my shoes or certain shoes because I'm just, I know that they'll last me a long time because I know how to take care of it. So save on things that you know how to take care of. Like my slacks. I've never spent over $10 for a pair of um, black slacks, colored slacks, whatever it is. I've never spent over... 10, I think it's, yeah, $10 on a pair of slacks because I find them at my consignment shop. I get them on clearance and I know how to take care of them, you know? So it's just, I think it just kind of depends on what you're, what you're going to have long-term and what you can take care of. Like what, you know, I buy this, you know, and I save on it and I don't spend a lot of money on it. I can take care of it. So, you know, all in all, it's going to still last me a long time, then save on that, you know? Yeah, so speaking of, like, taking care of clothing, how do you do that in a way? Um, do you do, do you have, like, a system of, like, how you make sure everything stays good? Yes, um, anything that needs to be dry cleaned, I definitely dry clean them. Like, I don't, I don't mind, you know, I'm going to be lazy today and I'm going to put them in the wash. I just don't do it. Um, dry cleaning is not expensive, so I just put the money you know, if that's something that I put in my shopping budget, um, dry cleaning. And what I do is I make sure I put those pieces, um, together and I take them off to the cleaners at the same time. And I, um, I take it. So anything that needs to be dry cleaned, um, dry clean them, your clothing that needs to be hung up, like your blouses, your slacks, those should not be rolled up or balled up in a drawer. Those things should be hung up. I prefer the velvet hangers because they don't rip and they don't tear your shirts. Um, it keeps them in a nice form. So um, those are things that I those are things that I do to make sure my clothes last forever. And I've had clothes for years, five, six, seven years, and they have stood the test of time because I, I follow the cleaning instructions. And I also make sure I hang up what I need to hang up and I put in drawers what needs to be put in drawers. Yeah, those are really great tips because I think everyone has struggles with like, I mean, especially in today's age where, like, everyone is, like, in this buying culture where, like, it's so easy to just buy something. It's hard to um, keep up with things like that. So I love those tips. <laughs> um, so to kind of end this, I know that you have a variety of services you offer to female entrepreneurs who want to dig deeper into their style and confidence. So you can explain those services and what you offer. Yes, um, I have online um, shopping services or styling services where I help them um, find their style, cultivate their style, and also find the pieces that are missing from their closet. And what I do is I find those pieces based on their budget and their style, and I send them links to purchase those items. So I have that um, service. I also have, of course, closet organizing, where I can go in your closet and I can um, help you organize and purge everything. So what you literally would do is sit watch me purge, we'll go back and forth. And um, so you don't have to worry about that. And I also um, have a, like a style transformation system where I not only organize your closet and do everything for your closet, 
um, I help you find your style for your goals and um, for your ambitions. So by the time we finish, you'll be able to maintain your style every day of the week and you won't have to worry about being overloaded when you get um, dressed in the morning. Those are really great services. Um, I'll definitely leave those links in the show notes, but to wrap up, can you let my audience know where they can find you online? Of course, you can find me on Facebook at Deval Couture and you can find me on Instagram at Deval Couture and on my website at www.devalcouture.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So there you have it. Another episode of The Ambitious Freelancer is in the books. I was so excited to connect with Maria and to bring you guys this podcast episode because first impressions truly do matter. You're trying to build a no like, and trust factor with your potential clients and so they need to see you as professional, as the expert and a lot of that comes from what they see visually because they don't know you personally yet. So I hope that you guys like this episode and that it helps you think about how you will show up as your best self this spring and into the future. So thank you for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week with another episode. Bye!